Welcome to the One Body, One Life podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Dr. Jason Wan, lifestyle physical therapist. I talk about everything health and wellness related, so you too can have a more resilient body and a more fulfilling life. And I'm excited to say that we've grown this podcast to over 2,000 views. Yes, you've heard that. So for some of you guys that are regular here, thanks for supporting. But if you haven't yet, definitely subscribe and follow. But if you could also, it would help me greatly to share these some of your favorite episodes on either Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok and tag Flex with Dr. J. That's Flex with D-O-C-T-O-R-J-A-Y. And you would be a pivotal part in growing this channel. And also, if you are somebody that has just stumbled upon my podcast now, again, subscribe and follow. And if you could, it would help me greatly to grow this podcast by doing the following things, sending it on social media, turning on your notifications, as well as tuning in every single Wednesday to each and every podcast episode. So today, we'll talk about how you can finally start getting consistent with exercise. Because let's ask you this, when was the last time you're consistently exercising for three months straight? Or what about one month or even one week of exercising consistently? And do you feel like you're always short on time and never have a moment to rest, to exercise, or do self-care? What I'm sharing with you today is three huge strategies that will help you go from inconsistent and unmotivated to consistent and exercising effortlessly. And this will help you to actually stick to a workout plan long-term. So I had a lot of these issues growing up before I actually started working out consistently. So if you guys don't know right now is that I'm on a current macro cycle of working out pretty much five days per week, strength training consistently, also running at least twice per week and playing a little basketball on the side. Even at home, I'm still fitting in either push-ups or different exercises to keep my muscles healthy and also to keep my joint mobility intact. And so that's me right now. But even back in the day, it was only exercising when I wanted to or only exercising when I had time. And a lot of times, either if let's say finals or grad school, or let's say there was something like the weather was bad, I would let weather and lack of time kind of determine where what type of exercise I wanted to do or lack of, right? A lot of times exercises would just be easily put on the back burner. I would put, let's say, going out with friends to a buffet or just watching my favorite shows or watching a ton of YouTube. A lot of these things are very addicting and it oftentimes limits limits our ability to get to exercising consistently, but also time-wise, right? So a lot of these things that are less important end up being a time suck. And so it limits us from actually doing our exercises. And we know it just from the benefits of exercise, which I don't have to label this. You can go to my many episodes of seeing why exercising consistently is important. One, it it requires motivation in terms of hardiness. It allows you to have better mental resilience. It decreases pain. It increases your lifespan, decreases blood pressure, pretty much exercising in any form of resistance training actually allows you to just flat out live longer. It steers off all types of disease cancer, heart disease, right? Lung, lung, lung disease. Everything, everything known to man is actually made better if you just exercise and strength train consistently. Let's dive into this now. We're going to dive into again three huge strategies that will help you to be more consistent with exercise and to actually stick to your workout plan long term. So the first one, actually I derived this a little bit from James James. James Clear, which his book is called Atomic Habits, and it's one of my top five favorite books. And one of the laws is just law of convenience. So let's just take, for example, that you try to exercise consistently, but let's say your exercise is always at, let's say, random times. It's 8 p.m. Then it's, oh, I'm going to fit it in at 8 a.m. Okay, now I'm going to, my my clothes isn't nearby. So like I'm wearing my work 
I'm wearing my like my work and business skirt or business clothing. And so it's less convenient that you have to change out of the clothes and then end up having to actually go to a specific location at a specific time. So again, if your your times are inconsistent, if you're wearing the wrong type of clothing, you're not really breeding what we call the law of convenience. If you want to be more consistent, you have to actually get onto an actual routine. So take, for example, what I do right now is every single day I wake up at 5.45 in the morning. I already pretty much have a good amount of my workout clothes. I, I sleep in no socks. I wear shorts and I wear sometimes a long sleeve or a t-shirt to bed. And that's just me being comfortable. But when I wake up, my my socks are right near me. Um, I actually set up my water jug. So it's like in the bathroom. So when I go to the bathroom, I'm ready to drink my water. When I go downstairs, I already have my oatmeal and my protein powder and I have everything set literally before and the night of. So this is all called the law of convenience because everything that I do becomes very routine. And it's always the same type of clothing. It's always the same exact time. So I wake up at 545. I get to the gym by 645. And it's always at the same location, which is 24-hour fitness. So that's all in terms of convenience is if you can, one, get onto a good routine, but two, make everything more in your life more convenient that's going to allow you to stay more consistent. So convenience-wise is setting up your water, coffee, and food the night before, or it's laying out the clothes that are workout-oriented and setting that out the night before as well, or even like the strategy that I use is I go to sleep in my workout shorts. So when I wake up, I don't really have to change into my shorts. I'm already pretty much halfway there in terms of putting on the right clothing, and I'm always the same time and the same exact location. So for some of you that maybe don't have a gym nearby, Let's say your gym is far away. That's inconvenient, right? If your gym takes more, I would say more than 15 to 20 minutes to get to, a lot of times there's a lot of resistance to getting there. So if you can find a gym closer by, my gym is only one exit away from the freeway. It takes less than 10 minutes to get there. So there's less resistance to getting there. Here's a good example. Let's say, let's make this unrelated to working out. Let's say you watch TV. Now there's a lot of convenience to watching TV. One, it's very entertaining. Two is that you can just click it on at a click of a button and you can basically just sit on the couch, which is very easy to do. That's very convenient. And then you just turn on with it either with a smart speaker or just turn on, turn it on with a red button. So looking at how convenient it is, that's why it's very easy for us to watch TV and to continue to watch it for two to three hours on end. Now, let's say, for example, I go to your house and let's say I unplug the TV and then let's say I put your remote control in the closet. So now when you want to watch TV, it's very inconvenient to have to either walk to the TV, walk behind the TV, that is, and actually plug it in. And then you got to go to the closet in order to get the remote control. And then you have to actually press the red button and then you can finally enjoy your TV time. So that's extremely inconvenient. And that's actually another way to um, to defeat bad habits, which is make it more inconvenient. So if you didn't want to watch as much TV, do exactly as I say, which is unplug the TV and then put your remote control into the closet or even remove the batteries from the remote, which makes it even more inconvenient. So the more resistance that you can create, that's going to defeat bad habits, but also converse inversely, which is if you make exercise more convenient, as in exact location, exact time, the exact type of clothing, 
or let's say maybe you don't invest in the gym, but maybe you just invest in some workout equipment. So all you really have to do is just walk to your workout room or the garage and then just get your workout in. That takes less than a minute. The more convenient you can make it, the easier it is you're going to be to stay consistent long-term. We already talked about the plethora of benefits to exercise, but exercise consistently uh, is going to allow you to live longer and to get rid of pain and to just feel a lot better on a daily basis. Look at it this way. There's a cascade of events. And I've said this time and time again before on podcast episodes, on my reels, on my social media, is that when you start to work out more consistently, you're going to be more productive. You're going to have more focus. You're going to be able to get things done in less time. So that actually creates more time for you to get more things done. So there's just these overall, a positive cascade of events when your body is clicking on all cylinders, it's stronger, it's more efficient. You're essentially, you're a more efficient machine, able to get a lot more work done easily. And therefore it then creates more time for you to work out and to do the things that you love. Okay. Makes sense. So again, number one is the law of convenience. So number two is to make it a non-negotiable in your calendar. And so what I say to people is that there are many things in our life that are important. There are also some things that are important and completely non-negotiable. Then you have things that are maybe important, but they're somewhat negotiable. And then you have this category, which is just, oh, it's negotiable. Like I can just skip it. So important and non-negotiable is like going to work or it's preparing meals for yourself and your family because otherwise you'll starve. Or important non-negotiable things are, let's say, brushing your teeth, showering, right? Otherwise, you're going to smell funny and then your spouse is going to kick you out of the bed. So there's just a lot of these things that are important and non-negotiable. Other things that are, let's say, important and negotiable, those could be like maybe social media. Maybe it's your downtime. So your downtime is important, negotiable, like social media or just entertaining yourself. Like we need that time to obviously unravel ourselves or unwind. And I don't, I don't mind that. It's just that when that unraveling time becomes like a huge time suck, like it's two to three hours of social media or two to three hours of Netflix, then that becomes a problem because it's limiting you from doing things that are actually important and non-negotiable. So looking at exercise, obviously you've, if you're listening to this podcast, you know that exercise is important. You also know that exercise is a non-negotiable, yet it's oftentimes not treated that way. We know it's important, but for a lot of us, I would say 60% of Americans that don't exercise consistently is that it becomes a negotiable. So if I'm stressed or I have lack of time, or, you know, there's a lot of things that just get in the way of us exercising, but making it a non-negotiable as in, I know that if I exercise, I will feel much better. I will live longer. I will be a better father or mother or wife or husband to my family. Then essentially you make that a non-negotiable and hear me out with this is that how to make it a non-negotiable is not just saying to yourself, it's a non-negotiable, but actually schedule it into your calendar. So if your calendar has things like go to work or it's date time, or it's like your dentist meetings, then why would, why would you skip dates with the gym? Or why would you skip dates with your workouts? I actually said that in the post is that we don't skip dates with our wives or our spouses. We don't skip our, our doctor appointments. We don't skip our dentist appointments. So why would we skip dates with our dumbbells, with our workouts, with our bands, with the things that we know that will get us stronger, that will improve our posture, that will make every aspect of our life better. So I always say this is that like you, I had one client that had a ton of clients. He runs a business, chronic shoulder, neck issues. And he was saying to me like, Hey Jay, when I make this, when I make this a priority, 
like I feel so incredible. My, my shoulders feel much better. My neck feels much better with the exercise and training that you give into me. But sometimes just life gets in the way, like this moment in time, I have so many clients and my clients are always like at my neck. I always have to schedule in my clients. And a lot of times it prevents me from getting to the workout. So now I'm starting to feel pain again. So what I said to him is, are your clients more important or is your health more important? And clearly that is a rhetorical question. He would never say clients, right? If it is, then he has some organizing within his brain to do. But he actually said, yes, obviously the exercise is more important to my clients. My clients are important. It's what puts food on the table. But I know that exercise is more important because it made me feel good. So I said to him like, okay, look at your schedule right now. I had him actually pull up his calendar. Uh, I had, he had these names. I was like, it's okay. So Sarah Smith meeting, then John Jacob meeting, right? So there's just a number of client meetings. And I was like, so you let your clients fill up your schedule. So why not just say to yourself every single day at let's say 11 AM, I'm going to say that's my me time. So you're going to put me time or you're going to put strength training into that block. That way, if your clients try to schedule, you know that they can schedule into that. It's a non-negotiable block of time where you are setting out an hour out of your day to exercise, to get consistent. Okay. So combining the law of convenience, he was already doing that. The law of convenience, same time, same clothes. He wasn't doing the time part. He was like putting on the same clothes, same location. He had the workout equipment in his garage. He just wasn't actually setting out the time in his schedule. So he is, you know what? That's absolutely important. So he actually set out a block of time at 11 AM so that if his clients tried to book into that time, they don't even see that time slot. They, and if they try to say, Oh, Hey, Hey, John, John, I can't, can I try to get into your 11 a.m. Like 11 a.m. time is the time that works for me. My client was just like, no, it's like 11 a.m. I'm sorry. Like I actually have a very important meeting at that time and you can't schedule 11 a.m. And that's why I say to my clients too, is that you can't really bother me from let's say seven to almost 9 a.m. because I'm getting in my pre-workout meal. I'm going to the gym. I'm getting in my post-workout meal. Then I usually set out a time to say, hey, clients, like, you know, I'm going to get into a Zoom call with you at this time, or you can message me at this time. And I set out those blocks of time. I set those boundaries with a lot of other, let's say my team members or clients that really need and need my attention for things, but I still don't put them over my own health because my health, my own health comes first. And let's say if I go down, if I get sick or if I start having a lot of pain, if I go down and I start skipping days from work, then my team goes down, right? So there's a lot of dependence on I need to stay healthy. I need to exercise consistently and I need to stay strong and be clicking on all cylinders so that I feel better, but everyone else, including my family, as well as my clients and everyone around me doesn't suffer in the process. Okay. So putting exercise ultimately in your important slash non-negotiable section of the task that you have in the day is critical. Okay. Don't make it important, but negotiable and absolutely making it non-negotiable. All right. So the last and final one, the third tip that I have for you is just called the two minute rule. And I call this a two minute rule because I know that sometimes people are like, you know what? It's just extremely hard to actually put into my calendar. I'm not at that point of convenience yet where I'm setting out the exact location, time, clothing, etc. I haven't bought my workout equipment. So Jay, do you have any like fallbacks just to start off? Right. So this is called the two minute rule for those that are maybe not ambitious enough and maybe not ambition is the right word, but for those that you know that you're extremely inconsistent, you need to start off smaller. And so 
when I say smaller, I think that everybody, despite your inconsistencies or despite whatever you're going through, is that everybody has two minutes. Two minutes is just 120 seconds. So when you're saying that to myself, that two minutes, if I can just do two minutes of exercise every day, then at least I'm starting a streak, right? So imagine two minutes of seven days a week and you're getting in 14 minutes a week of exercise, well, that's still inching the needle forward in the right direction. And that's better than getting zero minutes done that week. I wouldn't include things like walking to the bathroom, walking in the mall, right? So those are all considered what we call non-exercise activity. So you're saying to yourself, two minutes of actually planned exercise. So whether it is right now that you just pause this podcast and you just knock out like squats for two minutes, or let's say push-ups for two minutes, count that as a win. Right? That That's actually a win. If you can say to yourself, I'm going to do two minutes every single day for the rest of my life, can I challenge you to do that? And if you're saying to yourself, again, I don't have two minutes, then you're fooling yourself because there are so many minutes in the day. I know that sometimes you're like, oh, like there's only 24 hours in a day, right? Out of the 24 hours, you can do two minutes. I don't care if it's something as little as just breathing as in like planned exercise of breathing or just doing wall push-ups, something of that nature. Start off small, start off with something low intensity. It doesn't matter. But here's my promise to you is that if you actually do two minutes from this podcast episode, and let me know, like actually tag me. I encourage you to tag me at Flex with Dr. J on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok. And I encourage you to go on a streak of two minutes every single day. Now, if you do two minutes every single day, I think not only will you feel better about yourself that you created a streak and you're actually headed forward in the right direction, but sometimes what I know is that two minutes eventually feels very unsatisfactory. So if you have two minutes and that's all you have, great, you got two minutes done. But I often say to my clients that if you just go two minutes, treat the two minutes as more of a starter. It's more of, it's getting the motivation going, it's getting the juices going. So once you get the, let's say, once you get the machine going, eventually that machine's gonna run itself. So two minutes, you're gonna say to yourself, I have at least five. So I'm gonna spend another three minutes doing another set of exercise. And then maybe that five minutes becomes 10 minutes. And then maybe 10 minutes becomes 30. And maybe by that time, you're getting in 30 minutes, seven days a week. And that's over 210 minutes of exercise, which is obviously getting you healthier. And then eventually you start creating more rules. Like you start adding in the non-negotiables in your calendar. You start setting aside again. What I do is like my pre-workout food, my clothes, my time, my location, Everything is super scheduled and regimented into my schedule. This, I think some people think of that as think of what I do as like, it's a military type regimen. Like it's so strict and so like to the point that a lot of times, Jay, I can't do that. But it, to be honest, it's not a strict military regimen. The fact is that when I breathe that law of convenience is that it's just a natural part of my day. It doesn't require discipline anymore because it's just baked into my DNA. So you already have, let's say, brushing your teeth baked into your DNA. You have cooking your meals baked into your DNA. We don't necessarily have exercise baked into our DNA. And I think that goes back to what our dad and mom did, right? So if you had parents that you brushed your teeth every day, twice a day, then you're likely to follow suit. You're going to brush your teeth twice a day. But if they don't exercise every day and you see them being lazy, then you're going to be a product of that as well. So that's why I exercise so consistently because I want to set that example to 
my son, who his mind is super plastic and it's bendable and it's adaptable. So me exercising consistently in front of him, there's, there are, there's, there's funny stories of him like going to parties. Like he actually just went to a party this past weekend. And instead of like just eating, he was just like more walk. He just wanted to walk. It was amazing. Like he, I'm somewhat like concerned to an extent. I'm like, Hey, like this guy just wants to do his own thing and he just wants to exercise. But that, that, that could be a product of just something that's better for him, which is he's going to be somebody that exercises just baked into his DNA. So ultimately just going back into full circle with the two minute rule is the two minutes. Everybody has two minutes, but that two minutes eventually will be feel very unsatisfactory. And eventually you'll want to do the five minutes. You'll want to say, how far can I push this? And eventually you'll be consistently working out every single day and doing that with much less effort. All right. So that is what I got for you today. Again, just to round this off, number one, just to the whole podcast title is how to actually stick to your workout plan, how to be consistent. So number one is the law of convenience. Number two is making it a non-negotiable in your calendar, actually setting it in your calendar, whether it's a paper one or a virtual one. And then number three is the two minute rule. Everybody in life has two minutes. So you might as well just start off there. So if you enjoyed this episode, I definitely hit that subscribe or follow button. I do release episodes every single morning on Wednesdays. And I love if you can leave a rating or review on my podcast. So my content will reach more people who could benefit from the tips that I put out. And again, you'll be a huge part at growing this for some people that are looking up health or looking at pain relief. If you can do your best in terms of either sharing this on your social media or subscribing and following, that's going to allow people that don't even know anything about my podcast. And it's going to allow them to reach this too and to help them to get healthier too. In, in future episodes, if you have any suggestions, send a quick text to my cell, which is 415-965-6580, or email me at jason at flexdrj.com. I reply to my, all my messages personally, and I'll leave you always with these last words of advice. We only have one body, one life. Make every action you take be one that makes you a better version of you. Take care.